Hey, and welcome back to Giovanni Andrioli's Movies and More, where I talk about movies and more. Alright everyone, we've made it. This is the first bonus episode of Season 2. Technically, I'm just going to keep it as bonus number 7, because that's easier, but still, it's a it's a milestone. Uh, I'm just going to get in here really quickly and talk about uh, Memento and the validity of ambiguous endings. Because... So uh, my mom decided randomly, you know what? I'm going to get all these movies out of the library. So we have a ton of library movies out right now. Like, I mean, total, I think we had like eight. And there's a bunch of stuff to watch, and I'm very excited too because they're going to make it for some really interesting reviews. But the only one of the first three that she was going through that I watched was Memento because Christopher Nolan, as previously mentioned, is one of my favorite directors. This is one of the few films of his that I have not seen, and so I was really anxious and eager to watch this movie, and, I mean, by the end of it, I was like, well, that didn't let me down at all. I was, I was like, really into it, and then she was like, well, that was a waste of time, and my dad was kind of indifferent, and that sparked, like, a really protracted debate about whether or not ambiguous endings are good endings, because from her point of view... The writer just gave up and didn't feel like writing an end. And from my point of view, ending a mystery with a bit of mystery is really cool. And getting you to think about a piece of art long after you've viewed it is actually really awesome. And one of the best things that a piece of art in any form can do. So before we get to that, I just wanted to briefly talk about the movie and recommend it to you. Because if you haven't seen this movie, you have got to check it out. It's very similar to most of his movies in that it's told in non-sequential order, but it's told sort of backwards through time in a way. That's the simplest way I could describe the structure of this movie. Follows a man, in case you don't know, follows a man, Guy Pierce, who has short-term memory loss, and so he can't make new memories, and he's got tattoos all over his body of the important facts of this case and that case being the murder of his wife. And then along the way, we hear stories of another another, uh, guy with a similar disability and what happened to him, and you get uh, different flashbacks to different points in time in this story, and you get the introduction to different characters, and slowly the story keeps going and shifts your focus of, of what certain characters are like this guy's bad and then oh this guy's good wait he's bad is he good it's kind of in the middle the more you learn and by the end of it you really got to think about it because on a first viewing it's confusing as hell it's like what just happened you really got to puzzle your way through a lot of the different timelines in this movie because it's deliberately designed to like play mind games with you it's not supposed to make sense right away and i think that's all I'm going to say about it. I'm going to cut it off, give you a big spoiler warning here. You probably just want to skip the rest of the episode because I'm going to talk in depth about the ending of this movie and how I feel it's really well done and why I like ambig- ambu- <clears throat> uh, ambiguity in my films in general. So you've been warned. Uh, by the end of this movie, you realize that the guy he's been hunting the whole time The guy who you see him kill at the very beginning of the movie, in the very first shot, is actually a cop who's been using him as a way to clean up corruption in the streets by 
taking advantage of his disability and convincing him that, you know, whoever he needs knocked off is this John G that he's looking for. And after finding that out, before his memory kind of resets, he puts together the facts of a case for himself that will lead him to kill this cop. And there's also the element of whether or not he killed his wife by accident, or if that was truly just a separate story, and if not, is he in a mental institution? What exactly happened there? And it's it's very interesting, and it's hard to tell, and I've read essays and watched videos about this, and I haven't quite been able to to put together a definitive ending, no matter how hard I try. And I, 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 there's different interpretations, but it seems like there's nothing concrete. There's no way you can come, uh, you can come away from this movie with all the answers. And it took me a second to be like, ah, that can't, that just can't be right. There has to be, there has to be something. There has to be a definitive conclusion. But the more I looked into it, and the more I kind of puzzled it out for myself and talked it out, you know, trying to figure what the heck happened in this movie. I just, it became increasingly apparent that no, I really don't think there's a definitive interpretation. And, you know, I kind of like that. I think what I said earlier about ending a mystery with a touch of mystery is actually a really cool approach because leaving you talk about it, like, long after it happened, entices you to go back and allows you to come away with a different interpretation than another person, and it kind of personalizes the art and makes it unique to every viewer, and I think that's really cool. Now, saying that the, uh, that the writer just got lazy, in this case, these are very powerful creative minds who have been real driving forces in the industry, and they've just put out such a fantastic creative output that I just, I just don't see that as the case, but I think that it is in some ways kind of a valid interpretation, and sometimes if it's not done correctly, if it's not pulled off well, I can see how it comes off as more pretentious or unsatisfying than than a truly uh, gratifying ending, which is how I would view it in this case. And so I guess I don't really have a definitive direction that this conversation was was supposed to go in. I guess I was just kind of saying uh, it there's a if you viewed a piece of art of of any medium and it has no definitive ending and leaves you with questions that I think that's really cool and that I think that not giving you all the answers is sometimes I don't know a very interesting approach I wish I had a more uh I don't know I wish I had more to to like say but I feel like I've, I've said it what I'm, what I'm trying to say in the broad strokes on, on a, I don't know. I like that you get the answer to one mystery, but it still leaves you with another. I don't know. There's something about that that I really enjoy, and I think that this movie does really well. And so that's part of the reason that that I think this is one of the better movies and better mysteries that I've seen in a while. And I also liked how it plays with the unreliable narrator trope of film noir, because you see very early on that it's deliberately evoking like a traditional noir story structure well I guess not necessarily story structure but like a framing device I think that's more what I mean the black and white signals that immediately 
uh, and then just like the starkness of the visuals in that portion of the film and how that's interweaving within the different timelines that we're experiencing. I like how that leads you to immediately not trust this character and how it leaves you not fully having all the answers. And I think that's a that's a really interesting way to play on those tropes and to and to give you like a satisfying mystery in one respect, but still leave you with questions to grapple with long after you've finished the movie. I think that's really cool. And I guess this ended up being more of a review than necessarily a conversation, but I do think still it's a very it's very valuable to watch movies like this that kind of challenge you and and make you kind of fill in some of the gaps and I like that it's it's different for me in that I think this movie is definitively about something and definitively there's there's creative reasons behind why they chose to do this whereas I think in the lesser hands that something like this could come off as just like uh, I don't know, as I was kind of referencing earlier, like, ending's hard. I think, I don't know, it's like, it's so well-constructed and so deliberate in every move that it's making, and how it's, like, ratcheting up the tension and making, you know, your brain hurt as you're trying to understand everything that's going on here, and I think that it's just so well-handled. The movie, man, it's really, it's really fantastic. If you haven't seen it in a while... I'd strongly urge you to go back and check it out. Or if you haven't seen it at all, I mean, I told you to dip, but I mean, I know some people listen to podcasts about movies they haven't seen before. I, I know I certainly do that, but you, you should definitely give this one a look. I, I kind of, I hope I've sold you. Uh, you know, I feel bad. I, I don't know, there's not really a definitive conclusion to this episode either. Was that a deliberate creative choice? I don't know, you tell me. Okay, um, maybe I should stop doing these bonus episodes. You should write in and tell me. I feel like they're always terrible, but maybe they're not? I don't know. Let me know. Uh, if you, if you have opinions about Memento or about whether or not there should ever be a bonus episode 8, you can email me at moviesandmorepod at gmail.com. You can hit me up on Instagram at the shows page uh, at moviesandmorepod where I post updates about the show when new episodes go up, teasers for what the episodes will be covering, all that can be found there, and if you don't really feel like doing that, but you want to see pictures of cities and pictures of sneakers that I own, well, you can hit me up at gvandrioli1 on Instagram where you can see all that and more, so, yeah, if you, if you don't want to really do any of that, or if you've already done it, or you've already done it, um, might as well rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. You can do it right in app. It takes a minute, and it really helps out the show. So, thank you. Uh, and thank you, as always, for listening. I hope you enjoyed, even though I'm not super sure how this one turned out. But either way, watch Memento, and uh, definitely check back in on the podcast over the next couple of days. I got a very thorough and in-depth uh, Oscars, Oscars 2020 predictions episode coming up covering every category what do i think is going to win and uh and then i'll do a recap after the show's air to to see you know how much did i get right and, and everything and so i think that'll be really fun if you're looking forward to that and that's your thing i mean 
why not make your own predictions follow along maybe we agree maybe we disagree i don't know that'd be that'd be a fun way to engage with the show so anyway thank you as always for listening i hope you enjoyed and have a wonderful day as always and uh if you're going to instruct your future self to kill someone make sure uh you write down the license plate number bye